the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. And I have a nice, wonderful person that you are going to enjoy this conversation with, and her name is Angela Unruh, and she's with us today. I'm so honored to have you. We met recently, and you even met my mother. So welcome to the show, Angela. Yeah, so good. So good. I. I just love women. I love your heart. I love your attitude and so many things. And I especially love that you like to talk about not being afraid to call God Abba or call God our Father. I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about intimacy with God. But tell us first, how did you even introduce God even introduced in your life? How did you get to know him? Well, God worked a miracle of salvation in my life when I was really young. Uh, one of my first sentences was, God made the moon. Uh-huh. And um, I I just, I love Jesus so much, and I loved him through my childhood. I think one of my biggest desires is that I never want to lose my childlike love for him, because the older we get, it seems like the more we understand the great price that was paid for us. Yeah. And... Um, from a very young age, I recognized that that he had done something big to pay for my salvation. But um, even as I followed him all the way through, I did Christian school all the way through, then Christian college, got married to a guy from college. And um, as, even as a young married woman, I think all that time, I thought of my relationship with God as kind of a quid, quid pro quo because everything had gone so smoothly and so well Mm. and it wasn't until I was um I I think a year or so into marriage I realized wow this marriage thing is kind of hard I need to find (laughs) a prayer partner (laughs) absolutely after that I I started to be concerned like so when do I get when do I get to have a baby and it was a couple more years so having that prayer partner from a very young married age was one of the biggest things that I recommend to women that I'm in contact with in women's ministry where I say, find that person who will love you with grace and they will love your partner with grace even after those confidential things you share and they're they're confidential in their relationship with you as far as the things you share and pray about. And there is never any pride or one-upmanship, you know, mm-hmm. when you're that young married or the early moms especially. Remember out on the playground where one kid could climb the slide ladder without getting scared and the other one is just at the bottom. Mommy. <laughs> and so I think um, finding that prayer partner who just has a gentle spirit or a like-minded kindred spirit before the Lord is a big thing. 
Well, like you said, they're um, not trying to un- one-up each other. I like that phrase because we're just yeah. all in this together. We're just moms on the playground and want to share right. our heart. And that's that's how I feel about this show. We're just all, we're just trying to seek God together and grow and reminisce yeah. on how He saved us and hope you know for all the hopes that He has for our future and just to inspire one another to see that we can keep going and growing and stay close to the Lord and we don't have to make make it too complicated he's That's he just right. simply loves us and that is part of it um how do you maintain this fresh faith in your life well that's skipping ahead quite a few years because i'll tell you <laughs> those years have just flown by and i'm i'm still really good friends with that per partner but i've had many others through the years as well and um i think keeping a fresh relationship with the lord does require, first of all, a childlike faith, because we know that some people stay in a similar spiritual stage much through their entire life. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's 91 years old, and she's just now calling me regularly and saying, I'm reading through the Bible for the first time, and I'm so excited. It's really wonderful. And and so spiritual growth can happen... um, as we begin to apply those practices, the gift of salvation has already happened. Our salvation has been paid for. But if we learn how spiritual formation happens and we keep that curious spirit of, Lord, what what else do you have for me? And, you know, Psalm 27 says, "Seek." you said, seek my faith. So your faith, O Lord, I will seek. And if we can just keep applying that over and over in our lives, then that's when we branch into those spiritual disciplines. Almost, I don't want to say um, it just happens intuitively because it does seem to take some effort to recognize, wait a second, fellowship is a part of my Christian life. Evangelism, telling people about Jesus is a part of my Christian life, and how do I do that? And how do I get so... I can be in the Word with the Lord every day in a way that, um, how do I say it? It You don't want it to feel like um, a, a burden or an effort or something difficult. You want it to become more and more relational in your life. Absolutely. And Yeah, and so those things, they do they do improve with practice and they improve also with um, with understanding. So if you apply your heart to wisdom and you cry out for understanding and then you have a mentor along the way or you're going to a church that teaches responsibly how you can do those things better, then you then you will see spiritual growth. There's just there's just no way around it because his word doesn't return to him void. Yes, and you will see spiritual growth. And, you know, I want to talk about the prayer partner thing for a minute. I think that's so important when we actually find someone and we pray together. Tell us how you do that with your prayer partner. Do you pray out loud? Do you pray over the phone or text? Or how, how do you, what does this look like for you? So um, with Jan, with my first par- prayer partner, we were very regular about it. We did it weekly and we set it up and we did it over the phone or we did it in person. Now, the funny thing is we just lived right down the street from one another. Mm -hmm. But you know how people get busy, even very 
early in their married life. And, um, and nowadays, it's kind of the same thing, only it's not on such a regular basis. I'm praying together weekly with my prayer partner, but we do it according to what we have coming up. So, for example, um, my prayer partner texted me this morning a, a prayer that she was praying that women would be blessed through the conversation mm-hmm. that you and I had today. Um, and so we, and yesterday we spent time praying together at the YWAM base that is close to us because uh, we were volunteering together. So there are things like that where um, it does happen a little bit more serendipitously, I think, later in life. But in those early years, you almost have to just really diligently carve out a spot. So we pray together aloud. We have worked really hard in our um, in our church, and I think a lot of it was influenced by um, maybe my Nazarene background where everybody prayed at the same time during our prayer meeting. So we awesome. had a lot of group prayer, um, but also by the 2-7 series that the Navigators put out, um, Growing Strong in God's Family. And um, they talk about the importance of group prayer. I think sometimes we get we think if my prayer life in the closet is um, is not as vibrant and happening for long periods of time, then I don't have a vibrant prayer life. It's true. We have to have that personal prayer life because that's what that's what feeds our soul with the whole intimacy with the Holy Spirit. But when Jesus taught us how to pray, and the disciples had already been with him quite a while when they asked that. When Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he used words that were for corporate prayer. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Give us this day our daily bread. And so he was teaching us, even while he was lambasting the Pharisees for posturing with public prayer, he was also teaching, hey, we do public prayer, we just do it, or we do corporate prayer, we do it together, and we do it without posturing Hmm. and without a lot of um, um, holier-than-thou sort of attitude. That's really good. Yeah, it- so, so a prayer partner really does help with um, bridging that gap. A lot of people are afraid to pray with other people, but if you just are praying with one person who you really trust, that's a good start. That's a great start. Well, we're out of time for today. Give us a, a one-sentence definition of what is prayer? Prayer is a relational conversation with Jesus Christ in submission to him, listening for what he wants while you're letting him know how you trust him with the things that you're facing. Mm. That's good. That's good. Yes, it is. Prayer is so important. That was Angela Unruh. You can go to AngelaUnruh.com to learn more. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. We've talked about praying today, finding that prayer partner. I hope you'll do that. If you don't have one, ask someone. Ask someone to be your prayer partner. We have to just start somewhere, don't we? Well, I have some prayers for you, and those are free downloads and they're on my website at jenniferjackson.com that's right jenniferjackson.com thank you for listening to the show thank you for participating with the show and if you want to listen to previous episodes or maybe even submit your faith story go to jennifer 
jackson.com. You've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.